Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show are Heather and Angel from Shock Room Fitness out of Berkeley Heights, New Jersey. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you today? Hi. Hey, how's everything? We're great. I'm really excited to have you guys here today. First of all, thank you. I think it's a really big deal. You took an hour out of the busy day of being gym owners to sit down and kind of give back to the industry. So thank you, guys. And really, before we dive in full-fledged to what you do, how you do it, where you're going with this business, share with us why. Like, what made you decide to open up this fitness business? Well, thank you. First of all, we want to thank you so much for having us. We were so excited when you contacted us. We were, you know, we feel very honored. So, and we're glad because we feel we just, you know, have so much to bring to the community. We listen to you guys and we've learned so much from you as well. So thank you. And that we're hopefully somebody, you know, you guys are going to take some, you know, whatever information we have or how we did it. And we'll use it your way to. Yeah, but our way is definitely different. So Shock Room Fitness is an EMS uh, facility, technically electro muscle stimulation. I don't even know. It's so brand new in the US. I'm not sure if many people even have heard of it, but it's a suit that you wear that has electrodes. And what it does, it stimulates your muscles for you. So you wear the suit while you're working out. It's an enhancement. It does 350 muscles simultaneously, about 28,000 contractions. So um, let me get back, take a step back. I just wanted to tell everybody like what EMS was, like what, what we are. And the reason why is I had a back injury about five years ago, serious, serious back injury. I'm on my 10th back surgery. I just literally had, uh, yeah, five weeks ago. So I have a partner to very good friends of mine who's a doctor. And he, you know, I was so upset. I couldn't really walk. I, I want to tell you guys, I am not a fitness buff. I am different. I'm in the beauty industry. Um, I owned salons before and you know, that's my world. So fitness was not something that I was planning. So this is why it's kind of cool that, you know, so I, you know, I heard my back and my partner, my good friend said, oh my gosh, I researched this technology that is, you know, so high tech. Let's see if we can call over. It was overseas. There was nobody at the time we could get it from in the US. Let's go, you know, overseas and let's see you know, if this thing really works. We brought one in. And it was life changing. And I'm not saying, I mean, life, I have a lot of equipment in this industry. You know, we do a lot, this, this is something different. So it strengthened my muscles. It helped me get up, helped me go walking because I could not, I can't bend. I can't physically lift. I can't do things. So it's not just for fitness. It was for injuries. So all of a sudden I go, oh my God, this thing is real. Like this is, you know, like something that we need to bring here. And, you know, from that moment, I was like, all right, I'm going to order more. I'm going to open my own little facility. You don't need a, you don't need a lot because you just need the suits. So I brought literally four over, enough for four. Um, Angel, who is my very good friend, who I've known for years, is a fitness, just happened to be a fitness guy. And um, thank goodness, working together, we brought in, you know, four suits in, and we rented a little space in another gym, little room. It was so tiny. <laughs> Really and it was that. tiny little room with these suits. And, and this was January before COVID hit and we were exploding. It was insane. I mean, no advertisement, word of mouth. And then Angel can pretty much take it from there. It was amazing until March hit and we got closed, you know, and they're, they're COVID. So kind of like that's how it didn't mean to happen. But, you know, I, I hope I, it's just weird. I just, I love the technology so much and knew what it can do. 
And that's how come the suits came over. And that's how Shop Room started. Okay, wow. What a story there. And I am so happy, Heather, to hear that this brought you the healing that you needed. So now you guys are able to give other people that same healing that you, you know, discovered many years ago. Um, and so what I would love for you guys to do, I know you kind of told us very briefly there, you know, a little bit about Shock Room, but give us your elevator pitch. Tell us what services you have to offer, um, you know, walk us through that so that our listener gets a better, better understanding okay. of what um, so first of all, the most, uh, important thing I would say is the EMS workout that we do. Uh, that's the first thing that we offer to everyone. Your first session is free. So I don't know why anyone would turn it down, but it's, you come in for 20 minutes and in that 20 minute workout, you are getting a workout that's equivalent to, to a two or three hour workout. So, you know, because of the electrodes and everything on the suit, um, is activating all your muscles. You're activating more muscle fibers than you normally do. You are speeding up your metabolism. Um, afterwards, even you release more like serotonin and your serotonin levels go up, you're happier. And also, since I'm the one trainer that does most of them here, you get to hang out with me. So <laughs> I'm usually high energy. I like to have the music pump in. Also with the suits, it's the amazing thing about it is customizable. So if you're already doing a workout that you love, or maybe not necessarily say, for example, like CrossFit, some CrossFit like uh, exercises, Whatever like we can do within oh, the yeah. area of space that we have, we can incorporate that with the suit. There's people that love to dance. I'm doing Zumba in the suits. Like I like to dance, we knock it out because anything that you do on top of whatever the suit is doing, is just gonna be like next level, even better. You're burning more calories. So it really helps. So I think that's why people really do love it because whatever you love to do, you can do it with the suit. Like I'll customize it to you. So that's one thing that like people are like, oh, okay, then let's try it. They usually do love it and you know, but beyond that, uh, like I mentioned with dance and stuff, we do do, um, you know, uh, pop cardio classes, uh, dance classes, things like that. So that's a larger group in a sense of still like small together, 10 people, because everything here is really like one-on-one -on -one or small groups. So that's another thing too. If you're a shy person and don't like to be always around other people and stuff, you can always come in and feel like you're not ever gonna feel overwhelmed, you know, unless it's my energy, but I know how to bring it down if I have to. But um, yeah, it's just like you get you get the extra attention that you need. Um, you don't have to feel like awkward or anything around all these other people around you. And a lot of times they like the small group vibe too. So it's yeah. nothing overbearing and stuff like that. So it's very like- I remember when, Col when COVID hit, that's why we were successful because people oh, yeah. didn't want to go to gyms. They don't want to touch equipment. They don't want to be around other people. We So even though during COVID they said closed, we are able to take this outside. We were able to take it to people's homes one of means wireless system. So we were able to still stay open, like, be, you know, be able to, and that's where everything started, you know, spiraling more because I wasn't, I know I was shut down. I wasn't really shut. We could do one-on-ones and I said, someone's home. It was pretty crazy. So it kind of helped us. I mean, tremendously, you know, not having to be that gym atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, pretty much everything they said that we had to do, like no groups more than four, we're like, that's all we can do anyway. So perfect. We, we, we so yeah, it kind of fell in line. It really yeah. worked out for us in some crazy way in that sense. But then beyond that, we do do like uh, mixed martial arts, the I other instructor does that, yep. um, self-defense, and we do offer like events as well. So if you're not like an active member of our gym, we do still have fun things too. Like I'll oh, just yeah. spontaneously put like a pop-up like dance class at nine o'clock at night and we put like, you know, different fluorescent lights and this and that just for fun. And a lot of women just sign up for it or we'll have a, the free self-defense class for women that uh, have likes to promote. Pretty, that was, now that was again, a COVID, time 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you want to get into that, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I just want to kind of specify here, like the bread and butter, what this started, you know, as was an EMS workout facility. Yes. And you've kind of branched out and added some more things, which I think is great because that diversifies what you have to offer and allows you guys to serve a bigger population of people, build relationships with them and kind of flow them back into the EMS, you know, side of things, which is, which is great. Um, I kind of want to ask like a question that came to mind for me was like, is there a specific kind of client that you're looking for or can anybody benefit from this? That's a great question because it can be anybody. It, we, we started at the 18. We want to be able to, about 18 years old and up to, you know, 80 years old. We, we have coming in. Specialists. I mean, if you're 81, you can still do it. Yeah. I mean, you know, our, I think 80 was like 84. I think it was our, oh, yeah, my mom, you know, they all, my dad, they all do it. Um, so it's really anybody looking to enhance their workout from, again, we talk about from injuries to a major, I mean, my brother-in-law is like a professional um, Muay Thai fighter. So we go from, and he, this is like his favorite, obviously his favorite workout ever. It's just enhancing what he's already doing. So, mm-hmm. you know, you go from the, the injury or the ones that can't really move like right. me to somebody who's a professional fighter. I mean, again, we're, we're now located in Bass Run. He's, he's like one of the biggest MMA champion uh, fighters in the world. He reached out to us and our suits are in his gym in California. And they are going crazy with the now just, I mean, he said it's the best workout he's ever done. And people were hesitant. They didn't think he'd move forward because he's like, oh, that's like a tough gym and they fight. And yeah, like they're big time. Yeah. And he goes, oh my God, you should see him on a video, like trying to like do, he's like, wow, this thing is insane. It's cool. So it's great that we see, so no, so it's anybody yeah. can because, do this workout. Because the goals of it is like, if you can be someone who wants to build muscle. Now you can, yeah. have, you can be someone skinny that has no muscle, or maybe you're a big guy already and have muscles and you want more, or maybe you want to cut them. Then there's also weight loss. You yes. know, you can be, you can be really heavy or, or maybe just having extra five pounds. You know what I mean? Uh, as well as when it comes to age, it's not really a, a, an issue either because if you have any joint issues or if you have an injury, yep. um, you know, the workouts we can do are very low impact. So it's not going to affect your joints. Right. You don't have to twist Nothing. or be afraid of like hurting anything nope. because the suit is doing most of the workouts. So that's why I always say like it's customizable depending on what your abilities are or disabilities are. Uh, regardless of your age, hey, if you have to sit down while doing a workout, we can we do, do it. Sitting. We do. I did that you, like you, last week, yeah. You can yeah. sit down as and I've done that. I mean, they're, they're doing workout. Like, they're not just sitting there. Okay. Like, it's not right, like, right, right, right. I get you it. Sit down, okay. you move your legs, you yeah. know, it's like something. Awesome. So how does, you know, how many clients do you guys currently have at your facility? So right now, I would say I probably have around like 20, 25-ish active clients, as well as the other trainer he probably has around 25 or maybe a little bit more as well because he has more of the group classes with the yeah. self-defense and stuff like that. But, and then we have like people that are like kind of regulars, but they're not active clients on a membership that come in like the once a month or every, like whenever we have a special event. Like, a self de- like the women's self-defense. We, when I put that out there, I did a free women's self-defense course. You know, we got 140 women that signed up. So that we was really, yeah, we broke it up. I mean, obviously we even got involved with the, the community and the town, the police helped us with that. And that was really unbelievable. Yeah. We were able to help so many. So we still do that on an ongoing basis. So we, when we offer classes, you know, we get that kind of response. It, it may be free, but you know, in our, even our one class, you're going to benefit from it so much. Yeah, yeah. Most of the, the, the things that we sell are kind of like personal training packages, not like an open gym. 
So it's not going to be like a larger amount of people in that sense, but we do have like the larger like group classes and stuff like that and, that we offer. So we always have a nice flow of people that come in and like it switches up and then they join us and then, yeah. Yeah, so outside of the EMS thing, you guys said that you do some pop cardio, you do some dance classes, you have the MMA. Um, So are those people paying per session or are they, you know, is it something that you have every week that they're paying for a membership? So the other trainer, he does more of the mixed martial arts and all of that stuff. And he kind of likes the setup of what he was used to, like when he said he used to train in a dojo and stuff like that. I'm not too familiar with it. Um, So he he has it open. There's certain days that he has open that people just can drop by whenever they want and they just hop into class whenever. And, you know, that's like a monthly thing that he has. But uh, the rest of the things are, I would say, are by appointment and like they're scheduled pretty much. And like, they're like personal training type of thing. And they buy per session or they can buy, of course, we offer packages always to make things, you know, more reasonable. I Um, love the idea of packages because then it like, it's guaranteed revenue for us. Yeah. And we're holding our our clients accountable to actually showing up. Right. They're going to show up when we allow pay per session, it's like, okay, we really have to pour a lot of work into making sure that they actually come back. And in some cases we kind of do our clients a disservice by saying, Hey, just pay for this time. And then, you know, you'll come back next week and then they never come back. And then, yeah, yeah. we we definitely believe in sessions. There's no question. And with EMS or I, I listen with anything, you know, workout wise, you, you know, it takes time. We say like eight weeks before you see some results. I mean, we all have to be realistic too. Even though this is an incredible revolution, you know, technology, it takes some time to see results, like anything. So when we tell the clients that that right there lets them want to buy a package, you yeah. know. Let's so, say like if you buy just one single session after your free session, like you're wasting your money, you know. Yeah. So most of the time they go with like we say like twice because you can only do the workout twice a week. So with that being said, it's like I say like I suggest twice a week at least for a month because. At that point, depending on how strict you're being, I say like, you know, you might not see the exact results like right away, but like if you measure something, it might be an inch or this, that, depending on what their goal is. But I will say like, but you will feel the difference without a doubt. Oh, and yeah. every client, they're like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. And it's so funny because everyday things too. Like uh, I used to like pick up my, my uh, what was it? My, my cat's litter. And like, I wouldn't be able to like carry it at all. I always have my husband like, now I can do it. And this and that, you know, uh, I don't want to say names, but, but yeah, so like, she's like, she feels stronger. She loves it. She's like, I'm lifting more and, uh, and she's always like flexing. And I'm like, wow, like you actually are getting pretty jacked. It's pretty cool. And That's like, awesome. you know, they feel great about themselves. And when they start to feel it and then she decided to do like another package and stuff. And then she started to see it. And now I just have her explain it to everyone. And everyone just signs up because of what this woman says. It's great. That's, That's our, clients, our clients help a lot too. Yeah. You, and you we, know. We, we become very close with them too. I love having intimate groups like that because you make that. Yeah. Connection. Yeah. It's great. And in any personal training session, the intimate groups help us like with the relationship building piece. Yeah. And that helps us get referrals. And we love referrals in this business because they're free. So when you looked at your schedule right now, you said you have about 20 to 25 active clients. Is that a place where you two are feeling really comfortable or are you looking to hit the gas, help more people fill your schedule further? So actually I'll take that. Yeah. Um, I mean, my, you know, now that we're here and I, I consider my, you know, he's the fitness guru. I consider the guru. I'm the, I feel like I'm the mat, you know, either the business side of it and on the business side of it. I mean, technically we want to take this so much for, I, I love that we're, where we're at, but we also want to be in other gyms. We want to, you know, take this further. So even though we have active clients, our suits are now at other locations, which is what has made me like, 
think so much bigger in terms of, you know, yes, our gym's going to always be our, you know, revenue and make money. But now we want to take the suits to other gyms to help them be able to revenue with this technology. And real quick, when it comes to like what you were saying too, touching upon it, I think, um, I can't grow too much more right. because there's it's only hard. so much time in the day. So <laughs> Unless like uh, we start to like hire like new employees and stuff. Like so for right now for myself with this that I do and I do like social media for you know her businesses and stuff. Like I'm okay right here, but also we're kind of like we didn't want to push ourselves this busy, but it kind of just blew up even more so recently. Like yeah, since there's just so much you can do because we're but... focusing on the franchise aspect of it. So you know I still have to be available for that and stuff. So everything in that sense is pretty good. Is like at this point, no, I think now we're considering expanding here a little bit with another employee to take on some things, especially during the summer. Like I can work outside or do in homes while someone else is using the studio or by having two people instructors, we can do twice as many people because I can control four people's suits. So, you know, things like that. So we might consider that, but as of right now, like we're getting close to that point of like, we're okay, like, but we need to expand out. Well, like I said, you know, you know, and it depends that when you're a business owner, what do you want to achieve? It's like, what do you, what is your vision? Everybody has their own vision um, when you're a business owner. And what is that vision? And my vision was, it's great to see the clients in here, but I always think bigger. I just, I, you Tell know, your I, vision. It's the conflict of I, I, it, it, And it really is. I'm, I know that it's how, it's how you think as a business owner. What do you want out here? Do, are you happy with just your, you know, studio being big? Yes, it's nice, but I think much bigger. And that's where franchising for me came in. Um, I was, no, I'm not sad. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Am I satisfied with 30 clients? I mean, I think it's great. Don't get me wrong. You know, I think it's great. And I'm happy, but I, I would love more. There, I, there's just a world out there and I want more. And how and, to do more is going do you, down this route. Yeah. How do you get to that point? You know, you open other locations or you do other things. I mean, I literally, so I took the, the biggest step I feel that you can take right now. Franchising is a huge undertaking. It's a huge investment. It's a huge step. And you have to have a lot of confidence in yourself and your business. And I believe in what we have. And I'm honest with you, you know, that's, that was my vision, my goal. And we're getting there. So I did hire a franchise company. And hopefully you guys are going to see, you know, a shock room around the country. I, I can't wait. But that's what I want to see as, you know, um, but, but in the meantime, still growing here. I always want clients in our facility. Absolutely. But I just have a bigger, I have a bigger, you know, dream, let's say. Um, so I'm a little out there. They always say that, but it's. Yeah. Fun. I think having that mindset is a good thing. And always looking at the bigger goal is good. I, I think it's okay that it's out there okay. um, to think yeah. that way. Um, and so right now, when you look at this facility, not necessarily getting the suits in other gyms, but looking at this facility right now, yes. what can you do to really optimize the studio? Because it sounds like the schedules are kind of full. So what next? So I would say from there, um, like I said, like I was starting to say, like, it's keeping us consistent right now. So, and we're putting the energy into going to other building up you know, the next level. But if, if it's going to be here, which we have considered it, um, it would be just hiring more employees because right now there's two of us that we handle pretty much everything, but we're taking up all of the like space that we, we can while we're here. But, uh, but we can definitely work it out where we have more employees. And we were talking about getting a bigger, of course, a bigger And then facility. the next thing would be just switching facilities. We um, talked about that, you know, of course, like once this one, we feel this is completely full, 
you know, we would, you know, it's a small facility. Like I said, we started in a room. You know, that's what's so great about this. We started in one little room and now- We're in a larger room, but- But, and now we're gonna, you, you, know, you, brought, you just, you know, during it, you think you can't get there, but all of a sudden, you know, little by little, yes, we're gonna think about hopefully getting a little bigger facility here. And also and, a lot of things will have to change too once you franchise and stuff. Cause you know, wow. there's also requirements and stuff. Like, is this gonna be its own entity or are we gonna like renovate everything or relocate it to match the rest of them, you know? So there's like a lot of different options when it comes to that. So that's why we're kind of like being like, not making anything huge happen right now because we might have to change it anyway, you know? But uh, in the meantime, we're just promoting the hell out of ourselves. Uh, we're having a lot of fun. Um, also, we're doing a lot of stuff in the community. We're trying to throw ourselves out there, join up for any things like that, just to be known. Because right now, the most important thing that we're really trying Still. to do is like Still. recognition, brand recognition, getting Always. it out there. They're like, just keep yeah. doing whatever you're doing. That's a, people know your name. That's a really interesting kind of topic. What are you guys doing to get out there in your community and find new clients? Yeah, I mean, sometimes we just put on the suit and walk right down the street here. So people can ask me like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I work right here, like here. So we do do that. Um, we as, still, I still want to tell you, I, I'm back to even like the, you would be like the street fairs. You know, you would think, oh my so, God, yeah, do, we do a lot you of know those. like the street, your street fairs in your community, what they bring in is incredible. You think like for that little $50 little tent, you go, what? They have given us so much and people go, I didn't even know you were here or, you know, so we always do events, uh, expos, you get out there. Um, so we, you know, we're constantly in, I think people's face, like if there's something going on in town, if there's some kind of donation, if there's anything that I can do, that's my end of it, I do. And then also social media and well, yeah, I mean, posts like the self-defense classes, things like that. That's why I did. And you honestly, honestly, oh, why did I do the self-defense? What's the biggest too? tip that you always say? Like, if you're part of a, if you're a business in general, go to the Facebook page of your local town or the, business, the town that your business is in and join that community group. forums. Community forums is such an amazing, amazing, amazing tool that not many people use all the time. Like, it's crazy that they don't. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I love that. We call that in the industry, we call that guerrilla marketing and it's just like getting out in the community on your hands oh, yeah, yeah. and just really like stomping the grounds and it's great, but it does take a lot of time and a lot of effort. Um, I really wow. enjoy guerrilla marketing if it's supplemented with something else. And I know that you guys have a pretty decent social media presence. Mm -hmm. Has that been something that has been a beneficial tool that has helped you grow? Yeah, definitely. I absolutely. feel like the last six or seven oh, people just from, like we had like about six people uh, sign up recently in the past two weeks. Um, oh, all social media. Like, oh, it's just social media. Like, it's I I like to like show what we do in class, but then I like to do like these silly versions of it or like music video versions of it just to keep entertaining people in that sense. Um, we'll do like silly, silly skits or whatever. But recently uh, that I got a lot of things, I did like, hey, Berkeley Heights to the town. And I just answered questions like, you yeah. guys like you know Fitness we know who you are you don't know who we are so i was like answering silly questions that people always ask us and that went over well a lot of people messaged me from that and then i think recently we just did like a hack giveaway that's a shock room fitness and oh we got so much attention on that one yeah we actually the did that one was cute like giving away and a hat so many people you wouldn't think do you mean people responding to our like hat and like you know that. we're coming you know if you win if you sign up you know we follow us and like we we got so much on that it was so cute you. That's awesome. You know, we do, yeah, we do little things like that, but just think, you know what? You just want to get that person in your facility. You want to get them in so you can speak to them. You have to, I'm going to be honest, as a business owner, you need someone by your side like I have. 
and I'm honest, you can only do so much as an owner. You're not always there in the front, you're in the back. And the person that represents you, and I look at Angel, as you can see, he's passionate. You wouldn't know if you'd spoke to us, like, who's the owner, who's not? And right. it's so great because he's so, that's what he, he sells us so well that that's also another thing if I can tell a business owner, yeah, you need an angel by you, but you, you do. Need an angel by you need an angel by your side, guys. Like it's true, but it is. You know, you need that person. It, you know that, that when they walk into your facility, they go, "Oh my God, I want to train with him. I want to try this." Like so, that that helps a lot. You know, um, that's I'm gonna say it's like huge in all my businesses that I have. It's your front staff that they see. Mm-hmm. So you can do as much social media, but they walk in your place and and they're ignored or whatever. Bye-bye, you know? So I think that's why we do get so many people. They walk in that door, we give them Angel or whoever's my other, they give them so much attention. One-on-one, we customize, we ask them. We tell what are you looking for? We talk to them the minute they walk into our facility. You know, we want to know, we want to, we, you know, you want to grab them. Yeah, and I so, think also with trainers, like, don't worry so much about being cool. You can be a fool. <laughs> because they're so intimidated by just someone that's like, they're more fit than me yes, or this and that in some true. way. That they kind of like, you know, if you're very serious, very I feel true. like sometimes people get scared. So, like, I... That's a big thing. I mean, I'm trying to keep myself together here in this, in this professional no, setting. True. But I like to be a little silly. And uh, they definitely feed into it. And, and they feel very comfortable. Yeah. That is yeah. a very big part of that true yeah I think that that's really really vital um you know with all of that that all those efforts that you guys are making on social media is that solely like organic or are you guys doing any sort of actual advertising on those those channels so right now um until last week uh all of them were pretty much organic actually we we didn't promote anything but I just the only reason it started is because Instagram like offered us free $10 to boost whatever posts would get you yeah. on it. Uh, we've been lucky that we've had like people be able yeah. to reshare uh, posts of ours. Like, you know, we're in New Jersey. So we have some of like the Jersey housewives or people like affiliated with the show and they'll repost when we tag yes, them on it. Because we're like friendly with them. And, and that helps with like kind of getting it out there too. So we'll try it. So we besides like it. the free $10 that we spent, we really, well, maybe in the very oh. beginning when you first opened like two years yeah, ago or something. No, I think it's Angel. Like I said, he, you know, he tapes a little, thank God, his classes. Oh, I'm always recording everything. Like yeah. that's the other thing. You know, we record a lot. We make sure, you know, I, I'm not great at that. That's why, again, I have him and your trainers, you know, to do that. When you guys franchise, do you think that you're going to have to, you know, get into the advertising side of things, or are you going to leave it up to? So, so, so what they're saying, you know, this is very new to me. It's a, a whole new world. I, I knew nothing about clearly. Um, you do have to research the company that you feel comfortable with. There's, there's a lot that goes on. Listen, I'd love to help anybody because it was so hard for me. You know, the, you know, the fees go from, you know, $40,000 to $80,000. You don't know who to pick. It was, it's hard. So I feel the team that I picked is amazing. Um, we're hoping that what they do is kind of natural at first. We don't put any money. What you do is you kind of go to your clients. So already we've just, Angel's mentioned it. Just like, we don't want to say, you know. So not, hold on real quick. Do you mean that when the franchise opens and how right. they're going to promote themselves or how are we going to promote selling franchises or? Uh, like when the business itself opens, yeah. like so all of your the owner. franchises. And like, are they, are we going to have them, are they going to pay for their advertising or? Well, the franchisee, you know, I mean, they're going to do what like works for us. Like I'm going to give them the same, you know, structure. Anything that I do, that's what a franchise is about. You know, you put all your 
work, like anything I've done, I'm going to give to them. And that's why it's a great thing because, you know, if we've gotten to this far and we did this and I'm in California with celebrities already, you know, like that's a crazy thing. How? And so in the franchise, you know, I'm going to give them the same. We probably have to spend you know, a little I bit. I from the conversation. But, so like the, the setup would be very similar to what she said. It was, uh, so pretty much we, like, we will have marketing things that we do yes, make that, that we, we can works. send out to everyone. So it's going to say like, you know, shocker logos and this and that, this and that. Then, but also we have pretty much like a template, like we want them to do this type of post for whatever. So, so it is personalized to each location or there's going to be, every location is going to just have the same Instagram. So we are going to have it. So certain things that they're, they're responsible to do for themselves. Also, there's going to be other posts or any promos as a, a franchise that we do have. Everyone gets that post as well. And like, you know, all the materials and that. So sense. like, that's what, you know, and that's what you pay for. I mean, you pay big money, but you're getting, you know, a team, I have a team of like 30 people that we literally sat on a Zoom, amazing business from, from every direction you can imagine. And they sit there with us and they literally go through all this, like what's going to work and how are we going to do this? You know, it's a big investment and how are we going to make it work for you? And so that's why I feel comfortable with who I chose. And, you know, and I, again, I would love to help that. That's where it was. It, it was hard. You know, nobody yeah. taught me, nobody said to me, and you know, it's just, it was a learning lesson and I'm, and I'm happy I chose it. And we're going to get to that point where, you know, they gave me already tips on how to sell a franchise, right? Cause you're like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? And I said, Angel just mentioned it to a couple clients, just, you know, and they're like, oh my gosh, well, when it's open, please come, we're serious, come talk to us. You know? I might have a few so lined up. We, we may have a few, we won't say, but, you know, we're hoping now, you know, we'll, we'll see, but we already, you know, mentioning it and that's a big deal. And that's free, you know, right there. So they told me to do that. So, yeah. you know, I have a team of really great people behind me now that, you know, in this industry, again, you, you need help. Like you need people that can, yeah. you know, guide you. I, I'll tell you. I would definitely agree with you. On, That's why on your that. podcast is so great. Yeah. You're going to get so much information that you would never normally get. From, you know, you're, you're on your own. You're like, what, what am I doing? You know, <laughs> so we love listening for this stuff. And Heather season. likes to share her, as you can tell, her passion for it. So if there's anyone that ever wants to talk to her about something, hit her up. <laughs> hit me up. Yeah, sure. we'll say, we, we do like to help a lot of other. I don't mind, too. you know, I don't mind sharing. I know a lot of other business owners. You know, they, they're scared to come on because they don't want to tell you how their success, how they became successful. I, I never felt that way. Yeah, she always says, like, if you guys help each other, you guys will both succeed. It's when, like, you we don't want to help each other. One of, you know what I mean? It's like, a team. you both fail because you're wasting your energy on, like, I agree. we can help each other. I've always done that in business, and that's why I've had businesses for years that are successful. I don't feel they're competition. Let's get together. Let's help one another. Let's build. Let's grow. How can we do it? You know, so that's what we, uh, I, I, that's just my whole game plan. That's why I love being on, I love sharing my success story. So I'm really happy that we were able to hear it. Okay? And I really hope that our listener was able to bring value from this conversation. I think where we really touched on the idea of franchising and things like that. So relatable for many people. So I'm glad that we got your angle. Um, you guys mind sharing the social media page for Shockwave where our listeners can go to find you guys online. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. So um, on Instagram, and I believe on Facebook is the same, it's Shockroom Fitness on Instagram. So just Shockroom Fitness. Shockroom Fitness on Instagram and Facebook, guys. Thank you so much for being here today. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. 
Uh, don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description and we'll be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. Happy Friday, everyone. We are here with a very, very special guest today. It is the one and only Stephen Marino with 52 Fitness. Stephen, what is going on today? Happy Friday. How are you feeling today, man? All right. Have a good week. Trying to wrap it up on a good note. There we go. There we go. Yeah. After a holiday week, you know, you're starting off on a Tuesday, ended on a Friday short week here. Yeah. But uh, look, Stephen, we're excited to have you on. And before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you do have going on, you know, first, why don't you explain us a little bit or, or how would you describe your business to people, right? Um, if I came in and I'm like, hey, you know, give me a little rundown of what you guys do here, what 52 Fitness is all about. How would you explain that? Uh, all right. So it's, it's a small group and individual personal training gym. And, uh, we, we, I try to put the personal side of it into it. I really try to push for that as being as small as I am. Uh, I have the opportunity to, to get a real impact and uh, make a real impact on people's lives and, and make it really individually specific service to each person. And uh, yeah. so you're trying to make fitness uh, for everybody, basically, you know, like is a uh, fitness made at one point looked was looked at a lot differently than it is now. So Everything from, um, you know, your elderly clients. I've got people in here that are 79 years old, 79 year old women that are in here and and they're deadlifting. And then I've got some, you know, some young guys in the off season of their sports, you know, just trying to stay in shape until the season starts again. Yeah, Um, completely. Yeah. So I, uh, what's that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. It's all you. I was, I was going to say the, uh, the business itself is, is just really specifically group and goal based, um, training so like you come in and you're saying to me uh you know i have this injury or i had this experience in my past or my health history involves this diabetes or this you know and then and then everything the training involved is really all about that for each individual right we're all going to come in here and kind of do some sort of deadlift or some sort of squat and there's there's only so many exercises to be honest after you've been training for so long there's there's just a handful of exercises but how you do it how i do it how they do it might be totally different so yeah um, you know, and trying to simplify the process for everybody and kind of streamline it so that like you can that. get a better experience. Yeah, completely. I was just going to say, you know, I mean, obviously you being a, a PT studio, a little more of a boutique, right? Uh, there is that sense of exclusivity because you can't just take on everyone. You can't jeopardize a client experience by having, you know, like a big box gym, hundreds of clients because it just wouldn't work that way. Right. Yeah, you know, you can, yeah. you literally can only take up so much. I mean, again, I'm not so sure if you have coaches or not, but you know, you can bring on coaches for sure, but still the space yeah. is, is, is going to be limited to, to, you know, how much you could handle as well, unless you want to expand, which I'm sure in due time you will. But I think that also brings for that tight knit community. Right. So, you know, people, you know, correlate being a smaller gym as negative, but realistically, one, the tight-knit community, you can kind of force those prices to be a little higher, right? You're not a commodity at this point. You right. can't, you're not like a planet fitness, which right. is why you can bring more value to your clients, right? Because you can get that one-on-one attention that you can't get anywhere. And you're right. not just a regular, you know, PT at Planet Fitness, just or well, no offense to Planet Fitness, but it's on their phone. Fine, yeah. Oh, yeah. hey, yeah, da, da, da. So 
Uh, I think that's great stuff, man. I, I really never correlate being small with a bad thing. Right. So yeah. I think that's great. And so, um, you know, we'll start with the bare bones basics here before we dive into everything. How, how many members are you serving currently? Uh, so right now is about 30, roughly 30 to 40 people that come in and out of this gym every week. Some are nice. four times a week, some are three times a week, some are two times a week, some are once a week. Yeah, always ranges, you know? right? I know that for yeah. sure. I know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's busy in here being as small as it is and being a yeah. small operation one guy trying to handle all the operations. It's busy. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. but you know, people are in here moving, man. It's, it's, you know, things are happening. So I'm, uh, I think I'm making some headway on it. Yeah, for sure. And so what I always like to ask is, is, you know, everybody has a different kind of process or a different approach here, but for you with your 30, 40 clients or so, what's been your best practice, your best method to get people through the door, right? New clients, right? So let's say on a weekly, monthly basis, like what have you done to really see that drive and get people in here? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm again, I'm, 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 I'm a small gym. So I, so I figure I'm only going to have an impact on about a three mile radius of my gym. Right. So there's my marketing right there. I don't spend a lot of time on social media. I don't, I don't um, invest a lot in talking to people through emails and whatnot, I really like to meet them in person. I try to get them in sure. here so they can be in front of me and, and I can see them and, and I can get a real feel for who that person is. And then I feel like I can, I can definitely help them. Other than that, I'm, it, it, you know, it's a matter of, you know, just, just marketing really where you're sending out, you know, mass emails and, and, and all that stuff is cool. I, uh, I'd rather be walking door to door, getting to know people, you know, I'd rather walk up to your doorstep and drop off a flyer to your hand. Sure. So, so I've had, you know, this, this last couple of weeks, there's like a few people that came in. One person had walked by, one person had found me on the internet and one person was a referral. Wow. So, you know, just a simple Google search might help you find me. Um, but again, it, it's usually just like a three mile radius of the place. Everybody so far lives within, you know, either a town over or right down the street. Yeah. And I think obviously, I mean, the things you can't teach that you pertain like your charisma, right? I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. And obviously, I mean, the only reason I feel like most people were, were forced to kind of go on the online approach was really because of the innovation of COVID, right? You know, mm -hmm. that's, that was the only reason I think anybody who, who didn't know how to use online had to go online, mm -hmm. um, which essentially isn't a bad thing, right? Because I think versatility is always good to have, right? Because even though you might not be the best marketer because realistically you're a fitness professional, not a marketing professional. You're not supposed to know how to do that stuff. But exactly. if you can have a little bit of success there, as well as bringing in the, 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 the word of mouth and referrals, I think that's what serves everyone just as well. Right. And I think you'd be probably the best approach there, which I like that you said, that you're not excluding everything except that you, you know, this is, is more of, of a, a fit for you. Right. And yeah. it's because you're personable and people like you, I can tell that I mean, as Appreciate soon as you it. walked in, right. You know, so, um, and uh, so, but now, with your marketing efforts, right? I mean, what could a new gym owner expect to see on a monthly, if it's what you're doing, right? What, how yeah. much do you see on, on a weekly or monthly, but you can, you know, subsidize it however you want, but how many new potential, not just clients, right? Cause like, we don't talk about conversions and all that stuff, but just how many people do you see walking through the door who you've never seen before on a weekly or monthly basis? Uh, right. It's just a handful, you know, not, not, it's not like there's a, I'm not, so I've worked for a, a corporate gym for a number of years and that's big you know there's this turnover right there's okay. constantly people walking in the door so you're constantly meeting new people and you're constantly giving that first impression to the gym experience you don't know what what their experience is like so you're maybe their first experience with a trainer yeah. or with the gym at all right so i still carry some of that charisma to this facility now of course and uh so you know i don't feel like 
you know, I, I'm a big quality over quantity guy. I'm, I'm really, you know, I'd, I'd rather, you know, train the handful of people that I have and give them a quality service than, than give everybody a subpar service, but I'm constantly meeting new people. So as far as the business goes, and again, I have business coaches that kind of tell me this stuff and I'm kind of speaking from them when I say this, uh, it, I'd rather be 70% there than be 91 day and 50 the next day and 91. And that's what I think that gotcha. turnover creates. You know, so yeah. when you're meeting a lot of new members and you're trying to get your business maybe going, or you're just trying to grow, right? You're trying to get more people in the door. You're trying to get in front of more people. Um, if I give you the best first session you've ever had, but I can't follow that up with, you know, the exact same mm, thing. Exactly. Then, yeah. Then, then I feel like your business is going to fall. So I think I, over the years, my lucky piece is to learn how to be a consistent 70%. I gotcha. You know? And so, yeah. And I, I think, um, and I, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, 100%, but I think what, what you're alluding to is for you, it's not really more about getting new people, but retention, right? Yes. Retaining the clients you do have, right? Because yeah. again, you build that community and you want people to stay because I know exactly what you're saying with 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 the the big box approach where they have the guerrilla marketing, right? They have the sales guys going out and right. walking business right. to business, right. going door to door, paying for ads because they have yeah. the the the, uh, the budget to do so. Yeah. But realistically- it's like they don't care, you know, if, if they're maintaining, you know, a, a 80%, 90% retention rate or if they're maintaining a 10%. They're just like, oh, yeah. we'll get 100 new people this month anyway. Right. So understandably so, right? It's like retaining what you do have because if you can maintain that 40 or 50 clients, you know, per month, whatever it may be, or maintain whatever you do have, then at that point, it's never a guessing game. You know where yeah. you're going to be monthly. And it's just a yeah. matter of like, okay, well, if three go out, I got to make right. sure I have six coming in. That's yeah. it. Yeah, there's so. definitely that. I uh, I do, I do. I mean, I there's a place for all this. It's all kind of married in, right, with the business. And as a trainer, right, there's there's a trainer ideal or or, or kind of way of, of operating yourself as a business. Then there's sure. a business, like an actual business. Yeah. And that's where that's kind of what we're talking about here. And and the business aspect of it. Not that I wasn't prepared for it because I was kind of thrown into it. Yeah. Uh, I, I grew up in a family with a business and they, so I have it kind of in my genes to own a business and work for myself. Like um, but I really just wanted to be the guy in the foxhole. I wanted to be the guy on the turf with the clients. So even in my earlier years in the corporate industry, I was offered manager jobs and do you want to work for this company? And then, and now I'm doing all the marketing. Right. And I'm like, I didn't find any enjoyment in that, to be honest with you. Course, there was nothing really course. fulfilling about that, um, for me at least, to continuously just be signing people up for something, but not be there when they actually reap the benefits of the product. Right? That's, exactly. It's, it's totally just sales. So again, there's a dance. There's like this marriage between being a salesperson, right? But then if you are the guy doing the training, I can't just be the salesperson because I, you know, I can, you can, if you can sell, you can sell, right? That doesn't matter what the product is. I believe in the product. The, the deal is here is I am the product. Yes, exactly. Right? And so, yeah, yeah so you're ahead. selling them kind of yourself, your time, your energy, your experience, your education, and then you're going to back it up every single time you see that person, mm -hmm. you know, and then it's hard not to, you know, you're going to fall short of that stuff, but that's a part of the business that I, I don't know if I was uh, exactly prepared for. So just understanding that, you know what, I don't need to be 90%. I can get away with a consistent, disciplined 70 and that yeah. and and then people will stay with that people will see that so yeah that's what i think has helped me a lot 100 percent, and i think um obviously you're in this for for the passion of helping people right and it's you when you go into into the the nitty-gritty of the back end stuff realistically what comes to the forefront is profit typically right because mm -hmm. you start looking at numbers start looking at metrics and it's like geez like 
okay, like we need to do this to make more money, which mm-hmm. in a sense is necessary to keep you mm-hmm. open. Yeah. But realistically, you knew that you couldn't lose sight of your morals. It's, mm-hmm. it's just the fact that you cared about the clients more than you cared about anything else. Yeah, and you can't absolutely. fake that. You can't fake right. that. So, which is why I, I truly believe that you're at a point where you're at. Because at a smaller gym where you're a one-man team here, which I had no idea initially, I mean, to get 40, 50 clients or so, I mean, that, that's amazing because it, it's just you and you're yeah. doing everything. Yeah, so you're, it's you're a lot. No. Right here. Yeah, I can't, I can't act like it isn't a lot. And uh, But it's what I asked for. You know, it's not something yeah. – I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade my problems with anybody. You know, I've had a lot worse problems. So I, uh, I'm just learning how to grow in that area now. You know, yeah. it's just like, of all right, course. so here's another area I need to grow in now. You know, I'm being challenged to – there's a certain point where you physically can't take on more. So then it's – there, there, there's this, you know, there's a book out there called Who Not How – and, and that's what I'm looking for is the people to kind of help me and, and pursue my dream. But that's a really specific niche I'm, I'm looking for where I'm like, uh, I, I've seen a few people, I've done a few, um, uh, looked at a few resumes and it's like, I don't think you're going to be the right fit, man. I don't, I think I hear what you're selling me and I hear what you're saying, but I'm not a hundred percent that you're going to be able to back that product up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think it, that's actually, it's crucial because you have to be, it's your baby, right? You have to be just as careful as, as you would, who you'd give your child to, just who you'd give yeah. your business to or who you'd work with, right? Whatever it may be. So I agree with that, Hunter. I don't blame you for that, right? You take it yeah. as slow as you want. And yeah. so uh, on the topic of retention here, kind of continue here. Um, you know, uh, a question I always like to ask as well is, is how do you manage metrics or how do you track this, right? Not too specific here, but like, how do you know when someone is a new member coming on, how long they've been there, lifetime value, churn rate how do you track those metrics that are necessary to knowing you know where your business is uh so the numbers wise i mean the financial side of things uh no no sorry well it doesn't have to be that deep but i'm saying in the sense where like um understanding like so for example if somebody was to cancel would you have to go through some type of like whether it's a um a software or mm-hmm. if it's uh, like an Excel sheet, like how do you, or even if you do, just do it on paper, like how do you track, you know, someone who's been a member for a long time, knowing how long they've been with you, if they're canceling, not really financials. I mean, in that yeah, regard, okay. I mean, it does correlate with it, but more or yeah, less. Well, it's, uh, it, it, uh, again, being, being, you know, a small operation, man, I know everybody's first, last names. I know their cousins. I know their mothers. I know their fathers. <laughs> I know that, you know, I learn yeah. as much as I can about each individual. So like, if someone doesn't show up, it's not even like if they don't show up that I don't ask them what's going on and why didn't you show up or whatever, you know, if you canceled it, sure. it's uh, so I'm really all involved in it, in every process Aspect, of the yeah. individual's journey, you know, so as much as I can get submerged in that, the, the easier it is to kind of just know that stuff off the top of your head. I don't have to yeah. like, you know, look at numbers to know, okay, I'm kind of falling off. Like this is July, right? This is 4th of July week. People are on vacations. I've, I've been in the industry long enough to know that this month gets a little crazy. So I usually push a little harder earlier May for like marketing stuff. You know, I might send out some promotional stuff or let some people know yeah. um, so that that influx comes in at the same time that I get a little drop off. So it's kind gotcha. of, it's, it, you know, a lot of this stuff is preparation. Again, it's nothing that, 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 yeah. that I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel here. You know, there's many people not. that have done this not. stuff way before me and done it. And uh, if I can learn from their mistakes, that's awesome. And I think that's what I'm on here to actually, you know, maybe talk about is, uh, is yeah, how to, how to avoid making some of those mistakes. But I think that those mistakes are, are for each individual. I'm not, I'm a hard learner. Uh, you're not going to, you could tell me what to do and, and I might do it, but I don't actually learn the lesson from it unless I bang my head, head up against yeah. the wall myself, yeah. you know? 
Yeah, it's true. And, and sometimes like, people might think that's a bad thing, but realistic, it's just the way you learn. It's the way you process things, right? Yeah. There's nothing you can do about that. But I, I think those are leave the everlasting effect where you, you know you'll never go in that direction again and you'll never mess up like that again. So I love that. I love the honesty there. Thank you for that. Cool. And so um, here's going to be a little bit of a longer-winded question here, um, but a good question in itself, kind of a self-reflection question. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll repeat it if you need me to, but yeah. um, basically what we've been discussing this entire time have been the pillars of business, especially yeah. in the fitness and gym industry. There's five, but we use three more predominantly. So I'm going to go over the three, which is okay. typically going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing, uh-huh. your client acquisition, which is your sales. And then you have your retention and ascension, which are keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So okay. of those three, Stephen, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Oh, geez, man. All of them. For sure. All of them. I mean, this, again, this is, this is the who not how stuff, man. This is, uh, there's people out there that, that, are, that are experts in that stuff. And it's not something that I necessarily want to be an expert in, you know, or, or be even be necessarily that much better in. Uh, you know, I, w- I want to be better in a growing business and that, that, that's a part of growing business. So yeah, I do want to be better in those things, but there's nothing that, that kind of sets me apart or, or, or makes it seem like I'm doing anything uh, extravagant in that area to, to accomplish those things. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, there's people out there that I, that, that I could hire or you could pay to, to do most of those things and handle the responsibilities of that. I, again, I'm, I'm kind of the guy that's still focused on the training of the individual. You know, it's, 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 for me, this business is really based around the product of, of the training, um, and the business of it aspect of it, I guess I could say I'm more in the process of, of learning that stuff, man. And, and if I don't have to learn it though, then I can be the guy in the training and that's, that's kind of where I want to be. That's where my passion is. Yeah. So that's, that's where I, you know, I try to stay. Um, but yeah, I don't, so I don't, you know, I don't get into the, um, aspect of that too often. No, totally fine. But I appreciate the honesty and transparency there, right? Because I mean, regardless of success and, and being that in being that you can be on air and say that, hey, I can still improve here is, mm-hmm. is big in itself. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. And for the viewers, appreciate that as well. And so, um, you know, last two questions for you here, Stephen, but my two favorite questions. And it's number one is, is what's the bigger picture? What's the overarching goal? What are you trying to accomplish long term? What am I trying to accomplish long term, man? It's another good one. I mean, if there's a... Uh... There's the idea that like I could keep a small business and just kind of, if, again, if I'm thinking I'm, I'm one building in here and uh, a three mile radius of this place. So like another one, you know, in another town somewhere with a three mile radius. And, and I'm sure it's nothing that's again, anybody else has already done. I'm not, I don't think I'm saying anything original here. That's going to set me apart from any other business model. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have like a business model when it came into it. I didn't have like this idea that I was even going to grow. I honestly didn't have an idea that I was going to even survive this long. You know, it didn't, it wasn't that it was like, how can I just be a symbol of health and fitness and wellness to a small demographic of people in my area? And if I, if I, if I can do that, I feel like I'll be taken care of in a way. I feel like my business will grow. Business will come. Like if you build it, they will come kind of idea. You know, it's more like, I, you know, the, the more structured I think I get with it, the more it takes that enjoyment out of it. So the big picture, maybe having a handful of these, you know, floating around. I mean, there's, there's probably room for that. Um, but I don't really know, man. There's no real five-year plan of it. It's obviously to grow business. It's obviously to help more people. It's obviously to maybe get a bigger facility so I can just do all those things. So, yeah, maybe, maybe, a, maybe a bigger facility would be my probably closest you know, as, yeah. as I get to capacity, you're kind of like, all right, I got to grow. Is it another place I'm looking at? Or is it a bigger facility I'm looking at, you know? Um, yeah. 
so kind of juggling between those two, I guess. Either no, another, you know, another, either another gym in another town or just a bigger facility to take on more individual more people. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Great goal. Great goal. And I know you're going to accomplish that, man. You're ambitious. Thanks, man. You Appreciate got it done. It. And uh, uh, last question here for you. My favorite question. Um, Steven, if, if you can go back in time to when you first started the gym and, you know, give yourself that one piece of advice that you, that you really wish you, you, you had or had heard uh, when you first started the gym, what would that advice be for you? Oh, best advice I could have gave myself when I first started the gym, to hire somebody, hire some trainers, man. If I started this with, you know, a, a couple of people that were, uh, you know, that were on the same kind of page as me, um, I probably wouldn't be in, you know, I probably be, I probably would have been there already. Not that I want to be, I'm a slow learner. I'm not, Quick, fast, and I don't need to get anything quick, fast, and easy come, easy go is kind of my philosophy on things. So uh, I probably would have said, you know, get some, get some more help in here because you're going to need it. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to. It's almost like, you know, you, you got this far, um, never really expecting to go further than where I am. But then just, you know, as you, as you grow, it, man, things happen. The universe kind of provides in a weird way of being like, you know, here's some more business. You opened up a place. Here's the people, you know, here's the more, more business that you wanted. And then, you know, being prepared for that. So, you know, there's, there's, again, there's softwares out there, man. The information is out there. It's not like you really got to do anything but click and pay now, you know, there's yeah. this like just pay somebody, click and pay. But that stuff is a real, it's, it's, you know, it's not, it's not as time consuming, but it's a, uh, it kind of takes away from, again, the business itself. I feel like, I don't know, you know, I know, I know it's like a business focused podcast and, uh, and I want to offer some tons of business advice, but that's not, that's not really my story. I'm, I hire people for that. You know, I, I ask those questions. I ask the same questions you're asking me to other people so that I can go off of them so they can think for, for me in a way, you know, I'm not a, yeah. uh, no, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a, you know, a trainer. I got into being for a trainer and then, and I said, yeah, one day I'm going to open a gym and, uh, and I started researching and then, and then a place fell in my hand and I ended up landing this place and it's been really good so far. So I don't see it going any worse than it is, you know, it's not like, uh, but it's all the, the business aspect of things for me and, and training, maybe it's just training. It, uh, it's, it's a tough juggle. It's definitely a tough juggle, you know, being, being the trainer and being the business guy, the guy that's yeah. supposed to be thinking about all this. It's, it's, it's a tough one for me. Yeah, no. And that's a mic drop of an answer. I'll tell you that. Cause I think it's very relatable. I think a lot of people can relate to that. I think it's understandable. So, because I think, Realistically, no one comes with the intention of, of, of getting into the fitness industry to be a full-fledged business owner. And I think that's the honest truth. And that's totally okay, right? But yeah. again, and I like that you, you can, you're, you're basically saying the honest truth is you can go one way, which is pay somebody to give you the knowledge information or do it for you, or you can learn it yourself. It is yeah. really up to you. So yeah, way to close it out there. I love yeah. that, Stephen. Um, look, man. it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, you know, please uh, shout out your Instagram, Facebook, website, anything you have. Where can people find out more about you and the gym? Yeah. Okay. So it's uh, on Instagram. It's fifty two fitness. Uh, fifty two. Let me just make sure here. See, this is where I'm supposed yeah, to be. Yeah. There we go. Stuff, right. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm saying. Is I'm not focused on the social media, the the, the impact of where the internet and everything's on. It's not my thing. So. Uh, it is, it's uh, 52 underscore fitness on Instagram. There's a, there's a, um, and a Facebook page also goes along with that. I'm in Belmont, Massachusetts, 402 Trapello Road. Um, yeah, you can come by and walk in and check the place out. You can, you can check it out on Google and there's a uh, website, 52 Fitness. 
www.ryanmcdonald.com. Uh, you can go in there and fill out a uh, questionnaire to get right directly in touch with me. You know, again, it's a, it's a one-man operation here, man. We're just trying to do the best we can to, uh, to stay afloat and keep things, you know, keep people in good health. There we go. There we go. Look, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast, Stephen. I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish on the road. Just stick around for one second. If you can't let you know how you can get the podcast. You got okay. It. Thank um, you. And, and to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in and join us, talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald, and joining us on the show is Rocky of Rock Fitness NYC. Rocky, how are you today, sir? What's going on? I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here. How are you? I am doing tremendously well. I am excited to have you as well. I'm excited to pick your brain and, and see what sort of wisdom and lessons and, and experience we can pull from there. Um, and, and Rocky, so before we get into the business and, and the strategy and tactics of what it is that you do with Rock Fitness, talk to us a little bit about the business and, and what it is and who you are first and foremost. Um, sure. Um, I'm 23 years old. When I was in elementary school and high school, I played sports, um, was very active. After high school, all of a sudden there were no more sports and I found that I wasn't as healthy as I was before. So I started looking into fitness and I started working out for real. And to do that properly, I wanted to you know, do it without getting injured. It was a big concern. So I found personal training, a certification. I was like, it's worth it just for myself. Um, but then I realized I can help a lot of other people with it. And it's also just something I, I can use um, either to pay for college or to eventually open something larger, you know, make a larger impact. So I started with that and gained some experience, started training people on the side. And uh, yeah, I just found that I was able to help people improve their lives, which was very powerful. Yeah. And, and so this started as just a pursuit of how you could utilize that information a little bit better, but it expanded beyond that into what is now a business, right? And, and so how yeah. long ago was it that, that you started training clients, what you described as on the side? When did that take place? 
Uh, pretty much right when I certified, so about four years ago. Um, so I started training people. I was working as a teacher's assistant, and at nights I would train people a little bit here and there um, just to get some experience, just to get myself out there. Um, and yeah, it was it was great, very rewarding. Um, it was nice to be my own boss in, in that area. Yeah. Um, and then once COVID hit, that's when I really dove headfirst into it. Right. And, and so when so many other people decided it was time to leave the industry, you really doubled down on this, knowing that it could really be a viable income for yourself. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so COVID comes around, we, we start focusing a little bit more on building the business. Talk to us a little bit about what the business is, because I mean, fitness is, is interesting. There are so many ways that we can help people within the industry. What is sort of the, the business model of this? Is this one-on-one -on -one training? Is this group training? Is this sort of a open gym? People come and go as they do. How do you actually service the client? Mm -hmm. So the model is mostly one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I feel that that's the best way to share information and you know, I want to help people work out, learn how to work out and do it properly. So the easiest way to do that, most effective way is one-on-one. -on -one. I think so that's the, the model for, you know, how I like to teach. I do have small groups of up to three people. I feel like I can still, you know, keep my eye on people, uh, one person and then turn to the other. It's not too much. Um, but the, the mindset I have for my, my business is really the goal is to train as many people as I can. And really the goal is sustainable health. I, I'm, I don't want to just teach people, like get people in shape for a few weeks or a few months, get them to good shape and then say goodbye, go off and mm -hmm. come back when you're fat again, you know, yeah. or when your heart, your heart starts, you know, beating faster. Sure. Um, sure. I want something that's going to last even after they walk out the doors. And that's my goal. And so it's very much a model of teaching. Like I, I want to teach them how to work out, not just tell them to do push-ups. This is how you can do them. And yes, you can also do them on your own. Yep. And, and so the best way to deliver that in your mind, mostly one-on-one -on -one and, and some two or three-on-one sort of small groups where that allows for the interaction, yeah. the, the coaching, the teaching as you describe it so that they get the best experience there. And that makes sense, right? I, I think when the focus or, or the differentiator is you want to go more in depth than the typical boot camp or the typical 20,000 square foot gym membership type thing where people are just sort of on their own. Right, we need right. to do it in a smaller capacity, right? We need to make sure that we have eyes on people. For you, I, I, I want to sort of pick your brain on how we find that type of client um, because marketing for a personal training client and marketing for that boot camp type person is, is probably a different activity. How have you found, at least so far, how have you found the new clients that you've signed up? Mm. Um, so word of mouth is always the best because people are just more comfortable. Um, I have found that I have used marketing in local email listings, uh, putting up flyers, 
things like that. Um, word of mouth is always the best from everyone I've spoken to. Word of mouth, people are just comfortable when they know someone who knows someone rather than seeing a page. Sure. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's the best way. And what I do is I focus on the, the goals, but not, not one goal. I focus on a few different ones. Um, I sort of paint a picture of where a person can be. Like, do you want to have more energy? Do you want to feel stronger, feel lighter, sleep better? And all the things that anyone would really want, you know, someone will say, yeah, I, I want those. I want to be there. And sure. I just, I sort of paint the picture of where they can be and show them how I can help them get there. Yeah. And so I think it sounds like that factors into the sales process and, and the fulfillment with the clients that you have, they have a tremendous experience and then naturally want to share that with other people that they're close with, right? Friends, right. family, coworkers, whoever that is. I think it's important. Uh, and, and this is sort of my fault for asking out of order to take a step back and, and ask you, do we have room to add people to what you're doing? Is there, given the capacity, given the resources that you have, are you guys, are you actively trying to bring on new clients? Um, yeah, I think especially with my model and happens to be the neighborhood where I live. Um, so I'm not trying to lock people down, which is an interesting model because most people are into, and understandably so, um, you want to try to keep client for as long as you can fill a slot and have it filled as long as you possibly can. Right. And that's the most secure. That's, that's the best, right? Um, with my model of, I want to teach someone so that when they leave, they can keep going. I'll also, I'll take people on for just 10 sessions, just five sessions. I try not to do less than that because it is a business, you know, and I have to have some organization to it. Um, but I think that turnover is actually very important because ah. a lot of the people I'm teaching also, this is, I guess this is a factor that's important to me is that a lot of it is, is my own relationship to it. Why didn't I hire a personal trainer when I started working out? Right. Why, why did I go onto YouTube? Why did I get a certification? That, that's a little extreme. Just go to a trainer. He'll tell me what to do. Keep going. And I didn't have money for it. You know, it's not everyone can afford personal training. Right. And so I related to that a lot and I want to help as many people as possible. And how can I do that? So a lot of people will be able to pay for five or 10 sessions. They're not going to sign up for a year or something like that. But sure. aside from the business aspect, I want to help those people because I relate to them. Mm. Yeah. And, and so selling shorter term packages, right? As you described at five or 10 gives you the timeline to be able to, to teach the things that you want to work on with them. Do you think at some point you'll have some sort of service or some sort of way for you to provide value for people beyond those sessions, maybe not coming in for one-on-one -on -one training, but maybe helping them continue to write workout programs or meeting up with them in some sort of like check-in sort of session. Is that something that has crossed your mind from a business perspective? Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that's a great model um, because I actually listened to one of uh, the recent podcasts, um, really amazing stuff. And one thing that someone mentioned was a lot of people come to personal trainers, to classes for accountability. Mm. So like I was shocked when my first client said, 
I'm happy to continue going for a couple more months. I said, but I already taught you everything. You already know how to work out. He said, right. but I'm not going to do it if you don't show up. And I, it blew my mind because I was not in that mindset. I was like, I'm going to teach you. And once you know, you're good. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think, I think that accountability is, is very important. And so I'm working right now on uh, recording some videos and having some sort of system that I can, you know, sort of ease them out of it. Mm. Um, like I can set right workouts for them. And if they have any questions, we can do a check-in once a month. I can send them videos if they're new exercises that we're doing. And yeah, I think that business-wise, it's a good way to keep some slight continual income for a little more, uh, to make it, make it a little easier, you know, a little more reliable. But yeah, also that way I can help longer term because again, my goal comes back to sustainability. That's really what it is for me. Yep. And, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think with the idea being teach everybody as much as we can in a short timeline, the focus becomes even more on how do we generate leads and how do we get new people in because we're, we're training them for a shorter window of time and then moving on to a new crop of people. Right. Do you think at any point that you'll add in other sort of marketing strategies or even put like an advertising budget into what you do? Absolutely. I think that when I started, I did not consider the business side of it at all. I was like, I'm just going to train people, make money, keep training people. And I didn't realize there was this whole world of marketing, this whole, you know, advertising. Um, and so many people right away were like, oh, you have to have Instagram. You have to have a website. You have to have this. And I was like, well, why am I making such a big deal? I'm just going to find clients and train them. But it's, it's a lot. Marketing is a lot. And absolutely. Um, part of my budget is definitely going to marketing and I'm going, I'm working on making more ads and flyers, uh, merchandise, water bottles, uh, yeah. car magnets. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's right? the turnover. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so it's on your mind, right? We know that we need to kind of build the brand and, and get the messaging out there. Talk to us about when someone reaches out to you, sort of the, the sales process that you go to. If I reach out to you and say, Rocky, hey, I'm interested in, in working with a personal trainer, what happens between that moment and when I sign up for a package? What's that sort of conversation look like? Hmm, very good. So first I ask about goals, uh, then I ask about experience, and then about injuries usually. Um, but my goal is really to create a connection that's always going to be the key. So I try not to rush through a phone call. I try to really take time and just talk. And if there's a little bit of a, a silence or a pause, I just let it sit a little bit. Because usually, usually the person who's calling wants more information and has questions and uncertainty. That's usually a big one. They're uncertain. And they don't know that they can trust you or they'll be able to help them. So usually, you know, they, they feel bad just calling and saying, oh, what do you think about this? You know, they'll say, what do you, what do you offer? But really, they, they're saying, how can you help me? What, how right. can you make me feel calmer and get to my goals? So if you get all the basic information you need, and then you sit for a second, and then they'll say, but this is sort of something that's been hard for me. And that's when you really have that opportunity to connect. Mm -hmm. When he says, you know, I just 
it's really hard for me to get into a good schedule of working out. And that's where you really get to the, the bottom of it. And you get to talk about your own experience and say, yeah, you know, I'm my own personal trainer and I have to push myself to work out. I really get it. I also have days that like are really hard and being able to connect as a person and really just be there, not just as like, okay, are we going to work together or not, but to be there as a person. And I try not to, to pressure. I try to be assertive, but not, not pressure. Like I don't say, okay, so you're signing up for the, the bundle today. I'll say, I'm happy to work with you. Let's do it. You know, yeah. and I, I put in their court, but I try not to pressure, but be assertive. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And so it's, it's more an information gathering process. It's how can I actually service this person? And at the same time, what are they going to expect from you as, as the provider as you look forward, I mean, Rocky, our whole conversation has been geared around sort of signing up new people for what we do. As you look forward with your business, what's sort of the, the next target or the next goal for you? Say the rest of 2022, for example, what's, what are you looking to accomplish as a business? Hmm. On the business side, um, I'm looking to automate as much as I can and really take out the headache. Um, I'm looking to um, really make my marketing a lot better so that, um, you know, I really get a, that steady flow um, of, you know, the intake and outtake. Um, and really just, you know, help as many people as I can, but try to do it in a smooth way, like not just having someone come in and then just once they leave, you know, not have much support, like we were talking about before. Right. You know, have that sort of that way of easing out. Yeah. I, th I think those, those are the, the things that I really want to work on yeah. this year. And I think, I mean, that, that really speaks to everything that you said before, right? If we can automate some of the backend stuff, right? The admin, the, the task solving, the, mm. the, the parts of the business where, we're not directly interacting with clients. If we can clean up some of that stuff, it frees up your time to where you can help more people. Like you talked about your goal was to help as many people as you can. This is a great way to do that. Right. And so yeah. that's an exciting prospect. I want to, I want to sort of expand even further on that idea. Big picture, long-term Rocky, two years, three years, five years, 10 years down the line. Where do you see this business? So I am in college right now for psychology. So I'm sort of, I have two years for my bachelor's. So in two years, really, I'm going to be making that big decision um, of whether I'm going to be all in with psychology or if I'm going all in with fitness. If I'm going all in with fitness, I think I'm going to be thinking a little bigger. Mm. Um, and I haven't put too much thought into it yet because it's a, a little farther down the line, but it's somewhere in the back of my brain of, you know, opening something a little larger, um, probably hiring other trainers, or ha I like the idea of having classes, even though it's not as personalized because it's also a way of helping a lot of people at once, as long yeah. as I feel like I can do it in a safe way. That's, that's the key for me. Sure, yeah. And, and I think it helps 
with the price point as well, right? You talked earlier yeah. about not necessarily everybody being able to afford personal training, but maybe the entry point is five or 10 personal training sessions, get an idea of what it is that we're working on and then get into some sort of group program. So I think it's all viable. Rocky, that's a really, really great place for us to start to wrap up our conversation. But before we sign out of here, before we close up our interview, I want to give you the chance to tell people where they could learn a little bit more about this. Do you have social media? Do you have a website? Where can people go? Uh, Yeah, I have a website, rockfitnessnyc.com. And uh, I also have my contact info on the page. Simple and easy. Rocky, I I really, really appreciate your willingness to share and, and your desire to help the crowd of people that you do. I think these types of conversations are are rare, but I think tremendously valuable amongst the entrepreneurship community. So I can't thank you enough. I'm excited to see what the future holds for you. And man, I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you so much. It was really great being on. Absolutely. And to everyone who tuned in, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you would like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.